When you hear your name called, I want you to go over to Coach Butts, and I want you to pick up your jersey. Those jerseys are so cool. For everyone who has waited to be chosen. Lewis! But is still waiting. Rivera! For everybody who has dreamed of being somebody. Scanlon! But is still dreaming. Walker! For every person who only wanted that one chance. For the rest of you. But never got it. I'd like to thank you for trying out. Your day has come. Let's kick some butt. Are you ready for a miracle? You killed the mice box. Look, you berserk old Barbie doll. You can talk the talk, you walk the walk. Somebody call 911! Warner Brothers and Emblem Entertainment present... Where in the hell do you get off trying to put together another team? Guys like you and... Kids like that, I mean, they can't help it, they're no good. Rick Moranis. Who are you, Vince Lombardi all of a sudden? It's Pee Wee football. Ed O'Neill. Oh, my God, Coach is a vampire! Peanut butter and jelly sandwich? You'll never get anywhere treating your helmet like a lunchbox, son. And a cast of small wonders. Timmy, I'm not sure, but I don't think that goes there. In the story of a gridiron miracle. League rules clearly state, one town, one team. Meet me at half court. It's the 50-yard line, Dad! Now, with a little professional help... They've got exactly two weeks to learn how to pass. What a hunk. Hi. Catch. Son, if you're gonna cheat, win. Block. Get the fear out of your eyes. Let's go. You got it, mate. And kick butt. Want intimidation? I'll show you intimidation. Little Giants. Do you like football? No. You want to play football? No. Great, you can be on our team. Heroes come in all sizes. All right, welcome back to another episode of uh, Matinee Baseball. I'm your host, Ted Flint. I was always joined by Jake Voss and Sean Chantez Vesterman, as always. And tonight we have a special guest, Ryan Nanny, of the, as you might know from Twitter and all kinds of the Shutdown Forecast. Did I screw that up? Am I had too many Vegas bombs? All right, Shut, Shutdown Forecast Podcast. This is a production <laughs> Great production. Before we get into that, everything here at the Tailgate Society is brought to you by Money Bites. Go to moneybites.com. They are the best thing of the Sunday cone, the best part of it. Go to the website, thetailgatesociety.com. Many written content there. Subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice and follow us everywhere. And if you want to, if it's not too late by the time I get this out, because I probably will be extremely hungover when you hear this, um, go sign up for our March Madness and win some free Money Bites. But Ryan, before we get started, have you ever heard of Money Bites? No, a, no, I want I want to know more. All right, I'm going to show you this uh, share screen here. Okay, if I can find it somewhere on this thing, I Is believe it? in you. <laughs> oh, it's right there in the big green button. Yeah, it's right. the, yeah. Host says disabled participant share screen. Oh, Jake foil. hates me. He foil. hates me. I don't, so, I don't know how you even. Does it work now? I'm going to find out. We're we're like I said. All right, amazing. Sorry, right, check this out. These are what these are. I want your full take on this. Okay. Oh, there we go. It's our friend that uh, our friend. Ooh, that looks good. So our friend used to make barbecue sauce, and then he yeah. did, he made this company, and they are literally just the tips of Sunday cones. Like when you, yeah, like when you have like when you get like the Sunday cone at the uh, like an ice cream truck or something. Correct. The bottom that's just got the solid cone, which is yeah. I understand like that's mostly a functional part of the ice cream cone it just happens to be delicious as well right um this is great 
this is delightful. They're they're amazing. I do like the regular milk chocolate ones. Sorry, Tyler, if uh, that upsets you. I don't, I'm not a big fan of dark chocolate. But anyways, Matinee Baseball, we are back. We're discussing Little Giants. This is the second time we've discussed this movie, but it's been apparently four years, and and apparently we discussed it before COVID, so I mean, it's really been like nine years. If you want to go in <laughs> COVID years. But before we uh, before we get into this podcast, we always spend 90 seconds of spo- so spoiling the shit out of this podcast. Of this show, of this movie. Ryan's got me all nervous. We got a famous person here. All right. So, Ryan, in 90 seconds or less, spoil the shit out of Little Giants. Um, Rick Moranis and his brother, Ed O'Neill, don't like each other. Ed O'Neill is a big, famous football player who lives in Ohio. It doesn't play football anymore. He's coaching a peewee football team. Uh, Rick Moranis decides to start a ragtag band to play them. Uh, they play each other in this big town matchup. Rick Moranis' team comes back and wins in improbable fashion, and the uh, the the scrawny kids beat the jocks. How do I do? I think you did good. So I you I asked, everyone I've ever done. So, <laughs> so I, I asked you off air if you rewatched this, and yeah. you said you had. So before you watched this for this podcast. How long had it been since you sat down and watched this movie straight straight through? Time? Yeah. Oh god. At least 15 years. Like this is not this is not one of those that if it's on I'm going to be like, oh, "Okay, I'm going to like stop what I'm doing and like keep watching this." This is more like I'll keep this on in the background. I'll maybe depending on what part of the movie it's in, I'll watch 10 minutes. This is not like, "Oh, I need to like really give this a lot of attention so I, I it had been a long time since i had done a full rewatch so then i have to ask why did you why did you pick this movie then if it just was like it was like i don't know how old you are like i don't know like if it's like if this came out in like a, when you're a youth and like because these kids are young these kids are and these kids are like right. i think jake's 30 and sean's 32 they're babies yeah. so hey i'm not 30 yet all right i'm still <laughs> holding on and i'm 33 <laughs> either way <laughs> Uh, I'm also not 30, just in a different game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, so I was a kid when this came out. I don't remember. I don't think I saw it in a movie theater or anything like that. Um, I guess I picked it mostly because this is one of those that it is a, I guess, like kids sports movie that has like maintained a hold on our cultural consciousness or whatever even though like i don't remember and i think rewatching it i sort of feel this way i was like i don't remember it being that great or anything i don't remember anything like that amazing happening it like the mighty ducks i can say like okay i remember why that was a movie that like mattered to people or like stuck with people or what have you i was like why was little giant such a thing why is that like a thing we still know about and that's sort of why i picked it well, it came out in that sweet spot, man. It came out in 94, so you have mm-hmm. Sandlot, like you said, My Ducks, Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. you know, Little Big League, which is a completely underrated sports movie. But like it came out like that, like that three or four-year sweet spot, like these kids' movies. Yeah. And then they, they just decided to never make them again. Yes. Like, they're like, oh, we've, we've seen what we can do here. But like that, that's why I think we remember it, because like when we were all growing up, we watched this thing on VHS numerous times. 
but it was more fun at us because we we're like oh he has a snot bubble or you know right. like right he's he's farted so terribly that the defensive <laughs> line is running away from him right i remember the alcor seltzer thing yes i remember that too sure yeah. you know i think that's what this movie uh does more than any like full scenes it has a lot of little things that every time I watch it, I go, oh, yeah, or as it's coming up, it's like, oh, yeah, there's that. I mean, uh, flexing in the mirror, the, like, black face paint, and he ends up with it all over, like, putting it all over himself. Like, there's a lot of just small clips that... Uh, the kid with the stick him on his hand. Yeah, he puts the stick him stuff on yeah. <laughs> The replacements completely yeah. stole like, a half year, a decade later, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's a good point. It is like full of little, like almost like TikToky little clips where it's like, oh, I remember that thing. I don't remember how it is important to the actual movie, but I remember <laughs> yeah, that it happened. They're not trying to keep your attention with anything. Right. Like the right. plot line is not complex and, by any means. No. And, and it's an hour and 48 minutes. And like I paused this at some point to take my dog out. And I'm like, and there's still an hour left. And I'm like, how? Like, how is there still an hour left in this movie? Like, and then I realized the game lasts 30 minutes at the end. Yes. I was going to say, I, I, pa I paused for a bathroom break, like, right before the ending game. And I was like, it's like, this game is at last, like, maybe 15 minutes, right? And there was a half hour left. And I was like, okay, I don't remember it being that long, but we'll see how so, it goes. And it, it, they did a decent job of it, but. I do have this, questions about this movie. Go ahead, Sean. You go this first. is where I'll give you my, my little drop in on, on what I did different from the Slapshot pod. Did you watch it? I did do my due diligence. <laughs> I started it. I had a handful of beverages yesterday <laughs> and started it. And I passed out rough, roughly around kickoff. That's okay. the best part. Okay. I mean, I I know the actual game parts pretty well. And I have some interesting notes from old drunken me from last night <laughs> on the rest of this. So anytime you can uh, trust drunk you, it's always a win. I try, <laughs> I, I, I have a terrible memory, so I trust struck me whatever whatever he wants to do. He he has my seal of approval. So like so so like he said, ninety four is a sweet spot. I do have like, can we discuss the fact that Ed O'Neill won a Heisman, won a national championship in football, won all these other awards, and he's Ed fucking O'Neill. Like yeah. in what world does he have fucking Heisman Trophy win? I guess it'd been in the eighties, right? He was ninety four in this, so like mid eighties. Who would Heisman yeah. trophies like? Did Bo Jackson win a Heisman Trophy? When did Bo Jackson win a Heisman Trophy? Did Ed O'Neill steal Bo Jackson's Heisman I Trophy? I don't think that, I mean, <laughs> I, this is around the same time as Married with Children. And Al it, Bundy it was. is famous for bragging about his high school football exploits. So maybe <laughs> we're meant to. Here's my thing, though. He goes, he goes on and on about all his accomplishments. Won three high school championships won an all-american title a thing that doesn't even make any sense i believe it was excited. two all-american titles that's right which also that's, yeah that's like, not a thing that's not a thing that's not a thing but like part of me and i didn't think this as a kid but as an adult who like cares about college football now i was like oh this man's life is actually very sad because he did all these things and like there's no mention of like he went to the pros but he got hurt he tried to coach at like a certain like he is now back in his very small Ohio hometown coaching peewee football for the first time. And it's just like, yeah, I'm doing great. And I'm like, are you? 
Yeah, like Cardio it feels like there's prob if you peel off a little bit of a, a layer there, it's probably like a lot of deep sadness and regret going on. <laughs> and all that all that takes as like you said, just one throwaway line. I blew my knee out in the combine. Yes, yes, like, yes. Right. That's yeah, it. That was one of my notes about it is that he's a Heisman Trophy winner coaching a Pee Wee team at forty five. <laughs> if this movie is made, wait, is he forty five? It, he has to be roughly. No, man, he I has mean, young kids. He's going to be in his mid-30s. No. All right. Late 30s. Who knows? But if that movie is made in 2006, it's the story about how he became a drunk and has a gambling right. problem. Right. We're not discussing, we're not discussing the, wrestler, the way back. Basically. <laughs> we're not discussing Shit. the way back of Ben Affleck. Right? How, how, old do, how old do you think Ed O'Neill was when this came out? 39. I mean, he, he doesn't 40s. look. Any, anybody? Said 40s. Anybody under or over? Uh, I'll take under thirty-nine. I'll take the over. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. See, he looks pretty good for forty-eight. He was born in. He was born in forty-six. He was forty-eight years oh old. Oh my god! So his wow. daughters and son are like ten and like nine. Yeah. In this movie. Wow. Also, Bo Jackson, eighty-five. So yeah. you were ten years too soon, roughly. apparently. Yeah. Because he'd been in the mid seventies. I don't. Uh, for the record, I think he was supposed to be more like the age you guessed, Ted. But yeah, he was. He was much older than that. Well, how old is Rick Moranis? That's a good one. I will tell you shortly. Rick Moranis, man, that dude. I love that dude, man. Like he literally, his wife got sick, and he's like, "I'm done acting. He's gonna make yeah. stopped. Gonna, he's gonna enjoy my money." I know. Every I'm time, like, every time that that's part of. Uh, like that almost makes me sad when I watch a Rick Moranis movie. It's happy and sad at the same time. It's like, man, I love that he did that, but I wish that he would have, like, we got would have got to see more of him. And his but amazing. He, he was forty one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was born fifty three. Okay. So. He has some. He has some pretty impressive chest hair in this movie. I remember that. Like his that 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 bush that chest bush was, <laughs> was popping out. <laughs> like. Even Ed O'Neill's car dealership is like, it's small. It's not like, it's like, damn, none of this, none of this screams like everything after college went super well. Yeah. One of the cars on the lot is the convertible Corvette he drives home every day. Especially if you watch something like Cobra Kai where Daniel has a goddamn huge car dealership. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like rewatching this. I was like, I really want to know like more about how he feels about how his life turned out that he has retreated to the place where he is a God, because I assume everywhere else, he's just like, Oh, there's that like washed up Ohio state. I assume he played for Ohio state. That just that makes sense <laughs> to me. Um, yeah, I yeah. Agree. it was, it was, it was interesting to watch that with that con or I guess with that. Lack 48. Of I'm watching yeah. it right now in the background and that, he looks pretty good for 48. I'll I mean, say. I hope I look looks like great for 48 you know? doing his best Ditka impression. And yeah. Considering some asshole blessed my Twitter timeline with the fact that Polly was 35 in the first Rocky tonight. So that, uh, that, that blew my, that, that was, yeah, that was <laughs> tough. All right. Then. <laughs> now Ryan's like, dude, my what Polly looks like in the first Rocky. <laughs> so, anyways, all right. So before I get, before I have, too much of this tips of this beverage and i forget i have the perfect who hollywood would cast in this movie if it was made today 
if it was made now. Yeah, I have it. I don't. I don't like the answer. I don't. I don't think the movie be any good. But I know who they would cast. Okay. In the Danny and Kevin roles, I'm gonna okay. give you guys a good. I'm gonna give you guys a chance to go first. Mm. Which is, it's, it's tough. Kevin would be Bradley Cooper. That's what I was gonna say. That's. I think that's a good call. I had John Cena on the mind. <laughs> His name is John Cena. <laughs> I would watch that version of it as well. Well, that, look, that beats mine. But all right, well, John Cena and who though? Who's Danny? See, I, I couldn't. I didn't have a Danny. Jonah Hill. If you still did that kind of movies, if if we could get Fat Jonah Hill back, then then maybe. <laughs> I think uh, if you, I think you, Jonah Hill can do a lot of stuff, man. You could, you could dress him up properly you know in the right way and yeah i think he what? would be good but i don't yeah i don't i don't have a good one for what's that skinny one. friend of uh joe rogan not joe rogan seth rogan seth. fuck joe rogan um the dude that's in the, the last oh franco not franco franco's bad too the skinny with dude like, doesn't go like the, the hair of, yeah the pompadour hair uh jay something jay bruchelle is that how you say his last name that might be right yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah. that's right that, he'd be a good yeah. he'd be a good good danny okay Okay. I also had in my notes that these two, at least in this movie, were just an updated version of the movie Twins <laughs> with Danny DeVito. Dude, and Twins came movie. out one year before this, man. It came out like 93. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kids' movie Twins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, who were you going to cast in it? I have, they would make it The Rock and Kevin Hart. Are they yeah. still? Are yeah. they still brothers? Is that still? <laughs> I think that makes it funny. because That's fine. Last... Hey, I'm just... That's, I, mean, I don't like it, but that's who Hollywood would be like. We're just going to bank on these two ripping on each other for two hours. I think that's... Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I hate it too, but that's what they would pick. I didn't say I would pick that. They would absolutely do it. I mean, how many Jumanjis did they make? Said, do not, we are not shaming Jumanjis on this. I one. haven't <laughs> seen them. I don't know. They are very good and very funny. No, I... I, I... <laughs> Those two can those two can riff like well. I just yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I would take John Cena and Jack Black. I think that would Ooh, be oh my. That would Jack work. Black has to be like in his high fifties now, right? How Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. That's true. He can be coaching his grandkids, you know, whatever yeah. you need. Yeah. So, <laughs> so all right, so I'm watching this right now and now I'm back. I'm back to this whole like how Kevin O'Neill is just a loser. Um Kevin O'Shea, sorry. Ed O'Neill O'Shea. Kevin O'Neill's a whole different person. Is, is that a real person? I don't know. It sounds like it has to be, but... Is, it, is that that... Is he a wrestler? Say, like, relief pitcher for the is Padres it, or something. Is that a, know, is that a professional up. wrestler? Kevin something? I don't know. Anyways. I don't... I should know this. And now there's people, like, yelling at me right now. So, There's right. a comic book writer and an American basketball coach. Yeah, there's nothing good. No, definitely nope. not. Anyway, so... Uh, now I've lost my train of thought. All right. So, so Ryan, I need you to rank the four touchdowns that the little Giants score in this movie. Okay. Um, There's four of them. Let's, let's see if I can name them all off the top of my head. There's, these are not in order. There's the annexation of Puerto Rico, game-winning touchdown, obviously. Like every single person of a certain age knows that term. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh there's the throw to the kid who can't catch where he envisions the ball as toilet paper. There's kid running towards his 
dad. Shitty dad. Who, shitty, shitty business dad. Yeah, shitty dad. Sh- shitty business dad shows up. And then there's scrawny kid uh, where he like ducks and they like jump into the Gatorade and he just sort of like avoids getting hit. I think I've named all four, right? And I can I confuse the two scrawny kids in this movie. There's they're two like of them. they're like three like there's the kid who's like scrawny, but he's in the cowboy shit. There's yeah. Oh, the, I forgot like, about that one. Yeah. Super scrawny kid. Like there's there's kind of too many scrawny kids happening at once. There's the one that's always sick, and then there's the one that's just a weenie. Right. Right. It's sort of a little convoluted. Um, in order, I guess I will say annexation of Puerto Rico one. Kid who can't catch catching the ball two, uh, Gatorade table flying three, shitty business dad four. <laughs> Billy, or is it no Johnny? They call him Johnny. little Johnny. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I was like, like all the like the terrible little Johnny jokes I knew yeah. growing up. Yeah, you know, by a, p- of... a pitch by little Johnny or to little Johnny. I'm Johnny. Yeah, he's <laughs> gonna pitch the ball to Johnny, but I'm Johnny. That's the My... only good part of that touchdown. And then my, it's only, all my only complaint about the annexation of Puerto Rico, it's built up to be this like, oh man, this is like the play to end all plays. And the start of it sort of has that element, but ultimately it's just like, it's just a overly complicated play action almost. It's a poor man's oop to you from Varsity Blues. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but, but it relies on, what is it, two laterals to score? And how does... Becky not get the win touchdown. That's She's the main point. character. That's like, a good point. Yeah. She's the ultimate decoy, man. Like, or like have like pull the uh is it remember the Titans or the Rainbacks running down the line? Like they're blocking. Like, how do you not have like Junior blocking for Becky or Becky blocking for Junior? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's running down the line and like just clearing a path. She I mean, I guess the flip side is she's the one who gets the stop on fourth down. Yeah, she also banned the team. But, which, know. which, to go back to that real quickly, <laughs> so you're telling me Kevin O'Shea's team in a tie game with like six seconds left tried to score a touchdown from like the three? Or, no, they're they're at the one. Yep. They tried to score yeah. a touchdown instead of just kicking a goddamn field goal to win. Could have been kicking PATs the whole whole game. Right, right. What it's the a, hell was that? How it's, like it's his hubris? It's, Look at me yeah. big one. How are you gonna how are you gonna brag about being the, the the most impressive football bro in this town and pass up that easy opportunity? Oh, just yeah, not, not not only do they not only is it them going for it, but it's him using the same like his hubris. Like to like yes. I'm glad that you pulled that word because I wouldn't have. I would have just called him arrogant. I'm smart. But running the same play like from college or whatever whatever right. the reference was. But right. also right. he has spiked be the ball carrier when he's already pissed off a spike for taking out junior a quarter earlier like why is spike in the game anymore like but if he's in the game why is he getting the ball so the reason why here's the other great thing about (laughs) rewatching this movie these rosters are devastatingly thin like most most of the time the little giants are practicing i i stopped and counted at several points (laughs) they got like nine kids on this squad for a lot of the movie, I was like, they're not going to have a full team to field. And when they do, everybody's playing both ways and special teams. When they do, when in the opening scene, or I guess in the opening, like, present I was envisioning you'd be, like, mad, and you're, like, counting them on your screen. Like, I, I was. I stopped, <laughs> and I was like, one, two, three, four, five. 
when they do uh when they do the scene where they're doing tryouts and he reads out like who made the team and who didn't he only puts 15 people on the squad yeah i counted that too basketball team (laughs) why wouldn't you just fucking put these other four on even if they never play just for depth what are you doing just to stand out there to get ran over i guess i don't why why wouldn't you do that so how many how many people the giants have then they, ju- they they just had eleven. That was so. It. So are they playing ten on eleven when Junior gets hurt? Um, I so there's some trickiness going on. So I guess Becky comes back when, when yeah when they go out for the opening kickoff when Becky has not yet abandoned cheerleading to come back to the team. <laughs> there are eleven kids on the field, but like there haven't been throughout the movie. I don't. There's there's some roster. Did they pad up the nerd for the kickoff? The yeah. draws up the annexation of Puerto Rico. It maybe, has to be, maybe, right? <laughs> maybe, yeah. Next yeah. man in. So uh, speaking uh, of the kickoff, Iowa he, football, baby. When he nuts, when he nuts Johnny. Yeah. And then later on, when Johnny's doing the PAT, that might be one of my favorite parts. Of the movie. And he's just yes. like he's just shaking. <laughs> he's just like, don't, please God, don't kick me again. <laughs> you know. But did right. he did he connect with the ball on the PAT? No, on the kickoff. No, he kicked him in the, he he kicked kicked him in the ball. Right. He literally, like, yeah, he had his finger out and he got kicked in the nuts, and then like his hand just like moved, and that was how, how the ball like moved. Yeah, so see, now, see, so I, Ryan, if I'm Rick, if I'm Rick Moranis, I'm like, that's not illegal. It's illegal. Like, yeah, that's that's illegal. Come on, we got to redo that. What are you talking about? Didn't go ten yards. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're, we're talking about a movie where one of the coaches falls through a second story window into a pool off of a tree and, <laughs> and it's fine the next day. <laughs> In fairness, he is trying to like show his team how to like form tackle with his wife holding like a couch. It's cushion. just his son. It's not even his team. It's just yeah, his kid. yeah, yeah. So and he was gonna drive a family member out that window, right? To prove a point. <laughs> also, on the, on the second ahead. floor for some goddamn reason. <laughs> also, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't pick out his son in a lineup. Like, if his son's on the team, why did I not make a bigger deal about his son being on the team? I don't think he has a son, right? I think because they're doing the when There's they're at dude. the family dinner. Then he just have a random little boy in his living room doing. I think I think he <laughs> just has kids over to like work on because when he they had do, three right. random kids in his house to yeah. work on football. Right, when, they're, when, they, when they sit down for family dinner, he's just got the two daughters. Yep. Yeah, that makes that even they, weirder. They have to, yeah, in some sort of way, maybe just be like extra kids that are on the team that he's trying to. All right. Teach football to who knows. <laughs> We're gonna come back to this. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. He doesn't have to answer. He questions. can do what he wants. He has a Chevy dealership. <laughs> Fuck you. So also another thing I need to talk about before my brain quits. So Madden and a bunch of NFL players show up, and I—I I, I mean, I've watched this movie numerous times. I mean, my sons watched this, like I said, three months ago, and never really—I never really noticed it. But Becky and Junior aren't there. Can you imagine missing that moment? Because they're doing that whole bullshit kissing thing on the boat. Can you imagine, like, she comes back from being shot down. And I imagine Becky's a pretty big NFL fan. And they're all like, John Madden, Emma Smith, and everyone showed up. How was your day, Becky? Oh, the guy I'm crushing on shot me down. Like, <laughs> I watched two strangers make out in a canoe. Yeah, I hadn't Damn. thought about that. Man, that sucks. Imagine missing that on that. Imagine being junior just out there to just get hit on and just be like, nope. And just, oh, Emmett Smith was here? Cool. <laughs> Fuck me, right? I guess whatever. 
I got to be an asshole to a girl that's probably really nice, but I'm so glad that you guys got me Tim Brown. You know? That scene also reinforces me that Kevin O'Shea didn't do shit in the league. Because they, they didn't had, even if call. They, if, if they had pulled in here and they were like, oh, you're Danny. Are you Kevin O'Shea's br-? Like, no mention. Well, was Danny even there? Yeah. Yeah, Because yeah, Dan- Danny asked, asked Madden, like, hey, I got this big game coming up. What should I do? And he's just like, I don't know teamwork yeah good luck go. or something you yeah. just gotta you just gotta like go out there and play yeah it yes. is weird watching this movie now because i have an 11 year old and an eight year old because that scene means nothing to them mm. oh, straight yeah. up they're like they're like and they don't watch it but like you can tell like, they don't know who the fuck these people are no no but no. i mean that's that's on the borderline of like people my age probably <laughs> honestly I really thought you like were I, I know who they are. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that's that's very much like I would guess you wouldn't have to go a whole lot younger than me, and you would run into a lot of people that would be like I beyond Madden probably they'd be like I don't know who the, who any of those people are. I know Emmett and Bruce, but like the lineman, the white guy lineman, I have no idea who the fuck that is. We looked him up three years ago. Steve Emptman? M- doesn't, doesn't mean, mean I don't know who it is. I don't know who he is either, but Ryan, do you know who that person is? Yeah, I, the name is familiar, but like I couldn't tell you anything meaningful about him. <laughs> you know. But uh You're in a grocery store with him and be like, wow, that guy's kind of big. <laughs> right. Right. Probably owns a car dealership in a small town Ohio now. Uh he played at <laughs> he played at Washington Got drafted first overall by the Colts. Yeah, yeah I Google. I Google, and the first thing it pops up is an indie star and like Colts' worst draft picks ever. Yeah, he just got. It looks like he <laughs> just Okey got dokey. hurt. He just got hurt a lot. Like he didn't play that many games in his career. That would make sense. Um, it is a weird. It is a weird collection because it's like, oh, who are the most famous football players in 1994? And it's like, I guess this kind of works. I yeah. don't know. Well, who, who's who's the list? You guys have the list up. I mean, so the it, list it, of who's in the movie? Yeah, well, it's Bruce. It's Bruce Smith, Emmett Smith, Tim Brown, and the Steve guy that we don't know. I feel like Bruce Emmett. Smith and Emmett Smith are pretty famous. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But like for a movie, let me put it this way: for a movie that at several points is like references Joe Montana, <laughs> like yeah. it, you would think it would be Joe Montana getting out of the budget. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's 100% true. So so, so who would it be now? I know exactly who the who would be Madden now. And I'm going to see who you guys would pick to be the Madden person that came off of the bus. Is it a current coach? Madden? Or like not, a coaching it's not, legend? It's not a coach. Oh. oh, okay. Think about who's the famous non-playing NFL player right now that popped up that bus we'd all know. Gronk. <laughs> I got, I got, it's I got. so much better if it's Gronk. I got Peyton. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that would work. Peyton would be good, and he could do it. That, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. But I don't know who the players would be. Well, but, I mean, Madden was a coach. That He was the I coach. I know, but, yeah, but, like, Peyton would be the guy who pops off that you'd, like, you'd have to Peyton cast or whatever, you know. But I don't know who, like, when it comes to NFL player, I mean, probably Patrick Mahomes. Could, um, or Kelsey. Whichever one's cheaper. Yeah. One of the Kel- – yeah, Travis, maybe. Um, man, I, don't know. I mean, because they even TJ Watt, JJ Watt, 
It's Kirk Cousins. That's who you get with <laughs> Kirk. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> it's the Minnesota Vikings secondary. If it's a budget middle of the road woman cast, that, then... If that yeah, woman yes. that can be new Black Panther can be in a movie, Kirk Cousins can oh, pass those, yeah. those, That's right. those That's protocols right. to be on a set. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's tough. Like, so I think it's just more of like a a PR thing like besides like Mahomes and stuff I'm not sure how many recognizable NFL players you could get I think there's a lot but it would probably take some time to actually think about who breaks outside of just like sports and who's going to be recognized like recognized yeah and it it's probably more about social media now than it is about anything so you'd have to go about it like that you even do a little bit of the thing there where like you know, they make the point when they're coming off the bus or whatever. It's like, oh my God, it's this guy and this guy. Cause they're just like, yeah, you're probably just on faces alone. You're not going to know these guys. Yes, so yes. It's like if they ever did a movie about baseball and put any baseball players in it, they're just going to have to wear <laughs> name tags. Like it's, you don't know what they look like. It doesn't matter. Well, that's, like, a, that's a baseball problem. We've had, we've had long discussion about how any of us would recognize Mike Trout. If you walked into the bar or restaurant where you're at. So I don't think I would. Nope, I'd, be, I'd be like that guy is really big and he might like how tall is he like is he like would he be big i think he's or? like six seven two fifty or there's something. no Isn't way mike trout mike trout is not six seven i i think i think that i think that's not far off because i remember uh he's six two. six two so it's, okay. it's i thought he was like tall i thought he was like more like judges like but I, I i have heard people say that like mike trout is kind of built like if he had gone that way, he could have been like, he has, he's kind of built like a linebacker. He's thick. Which like six two tracks for that. Yeah, oh, he's thick. He's wide. He's I thick. always imagine him more like Aaron Judge's height. That's why I say that because Aaron Judge is super tall. But also wouldn't know Aaron Judge if he walked into my. Oh, kitchen. I would. I that would be the that would be the one if you like asked wanted me to name a player that people would pick out as far as baseball player goes. It would be Aaron Judge. Just because he's a Yankee and that's where he's been. He's got also, the, he's got the tooth gap. Give me, uh, give me <laughs> Sue for an NFL player off that bus. I would recognize. I'm like a Sue. Oh, I fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do to you? And Dominic and Sue's an asshole, dude. What do you mean? But you'd recognize him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say I wouldn't recognize him. I'd be like, look nice at that asshole. Was Bruce Smith a nice guy? I don't know. I think he was fine. Am I, am I, am I confusing <laughs> Bruce Smith and the guy who's in Any Given Sunday? Who's that? Oh, you're thinking of Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, 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 yeah. very <laughs> different dudes. Very, very different dudes. Both play for the Bills, though, right? Uh, no, Lawrence Taylor was a giant. Lawrence Taylor was a giant. Yeah. yeah. I give up. I'm done. Yeah. I'm... It's cool. He's... <laughs> As always, any complaints, you send them to Jared underscore Leaper on Twitter. It's our complaint department. I need, we need more people to actually do that, I feel like. We don't hear anything about it. <laughs> Just out of spite, Ryan's only going to follow the leaper. <laughs> <laughs> all um, right. These guys are all, I will say, they they only stop because they're lost, but then they seem totally fine just, like, fucking around with these kids for an hour or something. It's it's all, it's it's, this is a very, like, 90s kids movie trope where it's just sort of like, we're going to have this part of the movie that makes absolutely no goddamn sense they're not gonna care at all because they, pr- like... they probably weren't even paid the agents of these players probably paid to get them in the movie just to but, be 
based on their acting skills, I would have to agree with that. <laughs> like, hey guys, hey guys, you're gonna go spend three yeah, hours to do this, and that's what's gonna happen. Yes. And you're gonna get all the publicity, and you're gonna be forever known as the guys that help the little giants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> would this movie now, if it was made now, have the Giants and the Cowboys, or would it be two different teams? You guys think? I thought about this for like an hour today while I was watching it. Cowboys, Cowboys, yes. I think. I, I I think it probably still would have the Giants because, like, I think it's all based on the juxtaposition of Little with Giants. Yeah. Like, that's like mm. 90% of it. Yeah, you don't have a lot else you can go with the, it's not the, the sort of punny nickname with it. Right, right. That's true. It doesn't make sense if it's the Little Chiefs. So, right, right. All I know is if we can get uh, two seasons of a new Mighty Duck show. There's no reason Disney Plus can't give us a little Giants reboot. Sure. Like I, Icebox is coaching now. Or the dude that's, that's junior, happening. you know, yeah. he did like Casper and Final Destination and that he movie. It was like Mandy a teen Moore. heartthrob at that point. Yeah, that Mandy Moore movie in which she dies yeah. and he didn't. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> she does. I'm not <laughs> I know you were I know you were not wrong. I know you were eight when that movie came out, but I've watched that movie once. Anyway, so all right, what's what else you got in your notebook, Ryan? You said you had notes on this movie. Have we missed anything? Um, Ed O'Neill's character being very sad. Um, the roster thing was a big one. <clears throat> um, oh, I don't I, like. I have a lot of concerns about Spike. <laughs> I have a lot, a lot of concerns about Spike. Spike. And, Grows up to be Latimer in the program. He's he's if got, he ever makes it that far. Yeah, he's got. This is a kid who is not who is destined for bad things. His dad is rubbing dry milk on his thighs before he goes to sleep. Yes, and has moved to this small Ohio town specifically to get him on this <laughs> football team, which hasn't ex- like has not existed. And they, had, like, and they had three weeks. They said they have three weeks in the first game. It, it, it's it's baffling because, like, if they had just done the thing. So, like, to use the Mighty Ducks as the comparison, the I forget what the other team is that's not the Ducks, but that, like, the one that Hawks. Gordon Bombay. Yes, the one that Gordon Bombay played for when he was a kid. It's well established that this is, like, a longstanding, um, successful organization. It has been for, like, 20 years or something like that. To me, the way they should have written this was like that's Kevin O'Shea has been running like a successful peewee program in Urbania for 15 years. And now his niece is trying out for the team and he says like, nope, I'm not putting a girl on my team, whatever. And then you can still do the like, well, now it's time for like the ragtag thing. But the fact that it's brand new, like breaks so many parts of this that like. It just doesn't make any goddamn sense. But anyway, I'm 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 getting too far afield here. Well, also, yeah. like he's such a competitive winner, it doesn't. If he wants to win, put her on the team. Yes, you would think so. You would you would think he would not like. Because the movie goes to great lengths to make it clear that like Icebox is good. Icebox is an asset on the field. This would not be like oh, I'm making a statement about. Uh, I'm not I'm not like playing favorites here. I'm not like trying to make some, you know, it's 
it's self-defeating chauvinism is the baffling thing for yeah. somebody who like just wants to win. And also, he's super nice to her in other parts of the movie. Yes. When he goes to the diner, he's nice to her. Yes. He gets pissed off like later on, like when she's like not pissed off, but like he's like, oh, she's gonna light him up, you know, like now he yeah, it's weird because like the diner scene in itself could be spun he is being nice but he's also you could very much spin that as him trying to manipulate her into not playing right he's deterring which he, he's definitely which is definitely part of that but then there is absolutely the part where he's like like on the field or whatever where he acts like where he's you know caring or whatever so it, it's it is very weird like there's parts of it where he's just like yeah no like i'm not gonna let a girl play for me even if it's my niece and she's the best player on the field, but then later in the movie, I do care. And it's like, how does that make any sense? Yeah. It's not willing. It's not willing to like really make him the villain fully, which is kind of why you need spike and his dad. Cause you can mm. be like, Oh, they're the assholes ever. But even at the end, like spike is like, we're going to clap for this team. And I'm like, spike wouldn't do that shit. Spike would be absolutely starting to fight. <laughs> yeah. after that after the final whistle he'd be so pissed about that lateral bullshit it like yeah the movie is determined to i think it it's basically determined to make everybody good and bad throughout the movie and it's really weird because you don't ever have just a pure like asshole or bad person yeah i'm pretty sure every person throughout the movie has some kind of uh, like protagonist, protagonist and antagonist in them, or like good and bad in them. Like even, even what like Kevin's wife is like. I mean, I guess for the most part, she's never really bad, but like she's forced to be like rooting for her husband. But then, like when she, at the game, she's like cheering at the end. Like Spike, yeah, for whatever reason, he's the one leading, like clapping for the Giants, and then tells his dad basically to knock it off. And and uh, like Kevin is like kind of redeemable in the in parts and then towards the end and it's like what what are we doing like can't we just have a bad guy <laughs> right right just le let him be the bad guy yeah yeah it, but but, yeah. The, but then even even the good people it's like becky has this thing where she goes through some stuff and it's like she try like they try to kind of make danny the asshole for not paying attention to what she's going through sure and it's like is danny like just is Danny doing this to support these kids or is he just trying to like prove something against his brother? It's weird. Um, it's weird. The, the yeah. like little bits of roller coasters that the movie does to like not let anybody be just good or just bad. Right. It's it, in some ways it's like surprisingly layered for a kid's movie. In other ways it's not, it's like extremely, but like everything that happens with Becky I'm kind of like, oh, this is kind of like nuanced and like working on several levels for a movie that is made for like nine year olds to go see in the summer. Right. And like it, but also, like you said, like it's layers so like adults can enjoy it too. So, like, that's the best part of like movies like this. Like, the kids are laughing because of the Alka Seltzer and like the Tar Hands, but like adults are like, oh, I can see how like these two brothers can have an issue. Yeah. And, even though Kevin's a real prick, and I'm not sure he has any redeeming qualities. <laughs> but he won the Heisman. Did you hear? <laughs> and he gets and he gets arrested for spying on kids, and like that just is glossed over when they call the cops on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, that's like 
That's a bold move by Rick. Rick Moranis in this movie calls the state police and is and is basically trying to frame his brother as a pervert. And it's just like because it's 1994, it's just like what a lark. What a right. fun thing. And it's they, like, it's okay. Like, how, just, how chippy and smart. They chuckle it up that, oh, he was smart to call the state cops because right. I know all the city cops. Right. <laughs> oh, right. my God. Right. Like, this is kind of fucked up, guys. <laughs> like, how, how is that guy even coaching football later? Like, I feel like that's not like a, a charge. You, can just, you like, have to off. at least step away. Like, yes. you can't just. Right, right, right. Also, I, I was going to like, the gambler in me laughs so hard at the plus 40 part when the old dudes plus are like, 40 <laughs> easiest money on the planet <laughs> and it was cowboys plus 40 yeah right which made no sense yes they have no sense these guys are yes. terrible bookies i want to place all my bets through them yeah yeah these i'll old, own that diner in a week these old <clears throat> men these old men need something else in their lives <laughs> they're I not mean, all there i mean i mean honestly that's that's some goals right there that's true all right, so before I uh, I start picking Ryan's mind about how why there's no good sports movies made anymore in the theaters, anyone else have anything in their notebooks? They need to eliminate. Uh, yeah, peanut butter jelly sandwich in your helmet is the grossest thing I could ever imagine. Um, didn't he have chips too? And then he had chips, and it reminded me that when I was in high school, kid I went to school with, when they played baseball, would just keep raw hot dogs in his back pocket and eat them throughout the game. So maybe it's not the grossest thing imaginable. Uh back when I was 22, <laughs> I worked at a at a telemarketing place and I uh I brought leftover pizza and I put it on my dash so that it'd be hot when I came out there <laughs> <laughs> at lunch. And they ate that for lunch. <laughs> I I I had a I had a buddy who had an office job in New York, and his move was he at toward at like three o'clock he would go out and get two slices. One slice was to eat at the office. The other slice he would put in his desk drawer, so that when he came in the next day, he had a slice <laughs> waiting breakfast for breakfast pizza. He insisted that it was better having like dry aged overnight oh my in God. his desk. <laughs> this guy, this guy smoked a lot of weed. I, <laughs> I mean, mm. oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's rough. Oh, hot I mean, dogs, hot I'll, dogs I'll, in a back pocket. I mean, that's yeah, like out of the fridge, hungover, sure. cold pizza. All right, but desk drawer room temperature pizzas. That's <laughs> something who, else. Who At that point, was sixteen hour old pizza. Yeah, yeah, and it was like it wasn't just like oh, I I forgot about this. It was like I'm looking for. Yeah, it's not. I it's not. I left this on the counter in my house in college oh, and God. woke up and right. it's here. It's right. I purposely did this mm. yep. the yep. day before. That's yep. uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, who hasn't? Woke up, hung over, and like to go buy the pizza they made at two in the morning and eight in the morning. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. And it's sure. never a good idea. But I, I've never looked forward <laughs> Just... to it. Pre-planning. Uh, I don't wake up. I don't set an alarm at two a.m. to go make a pizza that I'll eat at eight. <laughs> I don't make. I don't make the pizza and tuck it in my like drawer in my bedside table for the morning. I mean, or from what I recall, that pizza on the dash is pretty tasty. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's at least like heating it up. I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, 
And bolide doesn't grow <laughs> in that in those environments. Well, it depends on the temperature, but food safety is just a recommendation. That's fantastic. Oh yeah, I mean, everyone everyone's worked at a telemarketing job. I think in their past, at least for like maybe just me. I worked at a couple back when I was growing up. I'm like falling asleep because you've got like three hours of sleep and you're hungover and like you fall asleep on a call. It's always great. They love when you do that shit. <laughs> when your boss walks up and like does this thing in front of your face, see if you'll flinch. <laughs> Anyways, all right. If we're done with the notebook, whenever I have a guest on one of these matinee, day, matinee baseball podcasts, Ryan, we like to have a discussion about how like why they don't make sports movies for the theaters anymore. Yeah. Because they, they got to be cheap as shit. I watched a movie the other day on, was it Disney? Peacock? Paramount? I don't fucking know what it was. And it was called Fantasy Football. My kids wanted to watch it. And it's literally about a daughter who plays Madden and controls her dead, her shitty dads as he plays football. And it was fun. It was 40, an hour and 25 minutes, and it was in and out. And I guarantee you put that shit in the theater, it makes it's on 40 Paramount. Million. You put that in the theater, it makes $40 million. Because you, I would take my kids to it. Kids want to watch sports movies in the theaters, and they're just not there. I don't get it. Um, I think Air Bud ruined everything. Yeah, well, Jake won't let us watch Air Bud for this podcast because he hates dogs. I, I think what happened was... What? We had a formula <laughs> where we could have a Mighty Ducks, a Little Giants, a Rookie of the Year, whatever... And then once they figured out, like, oh, we can just make these movies with a dog <laughs> instead of an actor that we have to pay, they were just like, that's the move. That's I've never, the perfect way to do it. It's so cheap. Because do you know how many Airbud films they have made? It's, We've looked it up at some point. Yeah. yeah. I've never watched it. It's Air like Bud eight later. or something ridiculous. Oh, it's way more than that. Ne- it's no, like are, are, we count, are we counting the Super Buddies? Because I've seen all the Super Buddies. Yeah, yeah. They get into I, my eight year old watches those and... Super Buddies. You have yeah. the uh, you have the ones where they're super buddies. You have the pirate buddies. You have like the fucking snow buddies. I've oh seen all those. Oh my goodness! I have never it's... seen an Airbud movie. But I've seen the ones with the the little. You've never baby seen dog. an Airbud movie? I've seen all the little ones. Like I said, the super buddies. No, no. Are... Also, don't don't blaspheme me and say that we can't watch Airbud because of me. I I love at least the first two. So whenever you want to do the do the first one or the second one, we can do that. Which one's the baseball one? The first one, no. seventh inning fetch. It's like the third. That's one. like the third or the fourth one. The first two are fine. The after that they suck. Yeah, um, I have never seen Airbud. I've I've seen the ones with the. Puppies. Also, I haven't watched it in like twenty years, but that franchise has made two hundred and twenty million dollars. <laughs> and the and the and dog that, was cheap. For and all that of was it. in that was in March twenty fourteen. So it's <laughs> exponentially higher than. I'm that. telling it's... you, I've watched those ones with the puppies, and I have watched worse things than those. <laughs> I was like. As a as a as a as a father that has an eight year old, I've seen worse shit than watching Super Buddies. It's fine, I'll watch it. It's hour and twenty minutes of dogs being superheroes fighting aliens, and they're cute. Like but that's my theory is that once Disney realized, like, oh, we can just do the dog version of this, and we don't have to like cast kids and go through all this. It's a good they, theory. Yeah, and I think after that, it's, they just like dropped off the map completely. It is. Do you want me to read the synopsis of the f- original five Airbuds for you? <laughs> Are they different? <laughs> Not really. No. Uh, it's Josh meets an abused golden retriever and finds out he can play basketball. Okay, so we have basketball. Then Airbud golden receiver. Josh's golden retriever learns to play American football. 
and then World Pup, Josh discovers that Buddy's ball playing skills <laughs> apply to soccer. And then seventh inning fetch, Buddy makes the baseball team and becomes a star player. And then Spike's back is three words. Buddy tackles volleyball. <laughs> there's five of them. That's the five uh, Air those, Buds. Yeah, those mm-hmm. are the five prime Air Buds. Yeah, and then it goes to Air Buddies and those. Then it goes to Air Buddies. <laughs> there's like four Santa Buddies. I know that. I have not seen a Santa Buddies. There, there have to snow, have been Snow sports. Buddies, Space Buddies, Santa Buddies, Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies, seen, Super Buddies. I've seen, I've seen Spooky Buddies, Space Buddies. <laughs> also, I li- I lied for some reason. I thought there were two basketball ones, so. I'm just gonna say the first one's fine to watch. First one is your Vietnam man. You saw it. <laughs> I have not seen it in 20 years. There have to have been other sports. Like I bet you, there's at least like 30 minutes of footage where they're like, "Yeah, Airbud golfer just doesn't fuck." We we all can work, but it's the ones work. that they tried. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Ping pong's right there. Right oh, there. Yeah. I don't know how, but a dog's or in a soccer. bowl, man. They try. <laughs> so We're gonna figure. I miss out. you. I miss you saying soccer. Soccer be easy. I That's the third one. Soccer. Yeah, soccer. Is he the? Is he the goalie? Oh no, he's probably the striker. Like, he's like, scoring goals. I feel like everybody like be a hell of a goalie. He's I playing volleyball. Yeah, but that, but that would that would make way too much sense. He's got to be a striker scoring goals and like dribbling the ball up and scoring goals, man. Right. Yeah. All right, back to my original point. You know about the more dog, Airbuds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Randy Chastain's in that movie. What the fuck was his budget? I'll get up right now. I bet it was cheap as shit. Airbud? Or, no, or, or Little Giants. God damn it, bro. <laughs> uh, I, bet, I bet it wasn't that cheap for 94. I mean, you had to pay Madden to show up for two hours. You had to pay Madden. You had to pay, like, Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill weren't nobody. That's very true. Like, Budget is $20 million. For 94, that seems like a decent chunk of change. Did it make its money back? Yes or no? I already know the answer to this, so I'm not going to answer. No. I'm a, I mean, it, well, frick. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Maybe frick, money frick, back. Frickin' heck. It Maybe. made $19.3 million. <laughs> How does this quite. make $19.3 million but rookie of the year is a goddamn blockbuster? That's what I want to know. Uh, honestly, um, I don't think, I don't think, movie football is that fun to watch. I think like there are some exceptions, but I think football is the hardest sport to do a movie version of and have it look interesting and believable. Well, I Oliver think, Stone like, ruined that in any given Sunday because you can't tell what the fuck's going on. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, there's there's ways to do it i think probably with kit little kids especially i mean like i mean maybe this actually makes it easier because it's supposed to be little kids that like 10 year old kids don't play football worth a shit anyway it's amazing that the replacements came out around the same time as any given sunday and the replacements football scenes are pretty coherent and all of a sudden like no fuck that shit we're just gonna make it so you don't know what's going on that was part i i mean that was part of it to me but that's a different discussion and again, it's also three hours and 85 minutes long. I don't, I, that's a lie. <laughs> it's over three hours long. I know that. It's a long fucking movie. It's a good movie. It is if you have two days to watch it. Anyways, um, right? I get that. I get the whole football being hard to film, but like, I'm on my soapbox before. Like, the program needs to be remade. Like, this, imagine yes. like a college football movie like the program now. Sure. 
I agree. NILs, Twitter, TikToks, all that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and like the pro part of like so much of what makes the program memorable is not stuff that happens on the field. It's not like the football Ex- itself. Except when the asshole Iowa Hawkeyes destroy Alvin Max knee because they're <laughs> fucking terrible. And the Hawkeyes are the worst franchise in college football. You know where they people. you know where they film you know where all the football's filmed in that Clemson, movie. right? No, South Carolina. Close. All right. Close. All right. Yeah. This uh Williams Bryce. Um, it's the right state at least. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I didn't um, know that Clemson's in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah, I don't know. I mean I think football is hard. And the other problem is that you need so many people to film a football scene that you can't get like baseball works really well because you can do the here is the pitcher. Here is the batter basketball. You can do the same sort of like where you can really focus on like one or two players at once. And football is just harder to do that way. It's like it's football's harder to broadcast this way where you sort of are like yeah. understand what you're showing and what you're not showing. I I agree with you there, but I just had a conversation with my cousin a day or two ago about why is it that anytime they make a baseball movie, they just get people who don't know how to throw a ball. <laughs> it's that is correct. Yes. And if you I don't mean, believe me, I believe I didn't watch the beginning of it, of it again, but I I believe I found it. It's a movie called Bottom of the Ninth. And if you want to watch just the first 10 minutes of that movie. We watched that movie, right? I know. But the first 10 minutes of that movie, they have a baseball scene where I think the guy they cast to play the pitcher who shows up for three minutes total, I don't think had ever thrown a baseball before he got on set. There is some sports movie that I forgot, and like I saw an article there too. Like they like simply they like could not film the main actor, and it's gonna bother me now because he couldn't do it. And I feel like it was a basketball movie, but but yeah, like no, I get it. But also, well, I mean, you, you have the like major league. You have the two extremes in that because you have Wesley Snipes, who they filmed in slow motion on purpose because he was slow as shit. Yep. And then you have uh, Charlie Sheen, who actually, like, could throw a, like, pitch. Right. I mean, there's an unpopular opinion out there that, like, the first major league would have been better if Omar Epps was Willie Mays Hayes, because he's the better athlete of the two. But... Oh. No. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I'm just saying he's a better athlete. <laughs> no, no, no. I, the, the, as far as the scene, the, the actual baseball scenes, yeah, absolutely, but... I would rather have like Wesley Snipes doing his acting Being thing Wesley and Snipes, yeah, yeah. And having to like slow down him stealing bases. I tried getting my 11 year old to watch major league there. Now he was sick. And I'm like, when you need like a feel good movie. And he's like, no, I want to watch. Nope. I've never seen. Nope. I want to see. Oh. Nope. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, that's fine. But you know, major league's right there. And he's like, no, we're gonna watch. Nope. We watched. Nope. And he enjoyed the shit out of it. And also like, we've discussed like, I feel like major league is right on the cusp of like having too many shit, too much stuff for 11 year old, like take it. Like it's right there. It's like probably yeah, that's probably true. So a lot of like lines that we forget about were like just very like terrible like eighties. <laughs> so I think we've done that a few times with movies. Yeah. You'll like you'll like ask that and we'll be like, Oh yeah, like I don't know, it's probably okay. And then we watch it and we're like, No, that's not a good like you probably gotta wait a little bit. 
a lot of those movies have yeah a handful of scenes or lines where it just doesn't it's like not. Slapshot, which Sean has never seen. That's not true. <laughs> I've seen Slapshot. I just didn't see right. it that week. All right. So, what was the last new sports movie that you have seen, Ryan? Oh, Did you watch God. Hustle with Sandler? I haven't seen it, but I've heard I've heard it's good. I have. It's very it. good, and that's another one. If it was in the theaters, it would have made money. So I guarantee it didn't like have a huge budget. Hmm. It's Rocky well with basketball. Um, then the answer is probably uh, I haven't seen Creed three, but I did see Creed two. Mm-hmm. So it's probably that's probably the last sports movie I've seen. Creed three was better than Creed two. That's what I still, I, yeah I, I, I want to. I hope so. I hope so. Not that Creed two was bad, but I still haven't seen Creed three. Uh, Creed, Creed, two wasn't good. Creed two was, uh, I wouldn't call it bad, but yeah, it was not. It was not what the first one was. I will it's not a... be seeing eighty for Brady. I want to make that very clear. <laughs> I won't say that I'll never watch it, but I'm not going to pay to watch it. That's for no, sure. Yeah, that's going to have to be a. This is on TNT, and I really don't want to do something. <laughs> I do want to push back on I the. I can't like, get off this couch because I don't know they, where the remote is. That they can't film football scenes when Ted Lasso is out there doing full soccer scenes with a fake crowd, and no one's complaining about it. There's no difference to me, like. If you can do Ted Lasso, you can do a football movie. And if you had a like a box office, you, budget. you you could, you could. I I think like I will say this. I think now at this point, I think Hollywood actors are less eager to do sports movies where they have to do sports. Like I think they're worried that they're going to look stupid. It's the NBA All Star of the uh, draft pick yes. thing, right? Yes. Where like you can't be last. Yes, unless it's like something like. Like, I don't know, a league of their own has, you know, some goofy, goofy, like, performance to it. But it kind of works because it's like, well, these are all women who, like, are not professional baseball players until they are because it's the war and you right. can kind of get away yeah. with it. But, um, I mean, yeah, Gina I mean, Davis is an athlete. I would not fuck with Gina Davis. Gina Davis was an Olympian. <laughs> I'm not going to, yeah, 100% not going to fuck with her. I get it. But, um, but but also like like a little Giants remake would cost nothing. Like you said, the dog thing. But like they're all kids. Pay them like five grand to be in this movie. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. around that goddamn Ryan's World YouTube star. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like just, just get it made. Like I just I don't know. That's just my soapbox, man. Like I just I, I like the Marvel movies. I like all this shit. But like I just want like a fun little movie I can just go to. No homework. It's a sports movie, and I can take my kids and we can. There, do there are not sports or otherwise. There are not a lot of movies at this point because I have a six-year-old. There are not a lot of movies where you're just like, "Fuck, I gotta do something with you." And I like, <laughs> what if I just took you to the movies? Like those movies Filled don't. Two hours this way. <laughs> yeah, those movies don't exist anymore. No. They are. They only go like straight to Disney Plus or whatever. I watched. I took my sons to see sixty-five last week, and it was great. It's about fucking Adam Driver fighting dinosaurs. Right. Hour and twenty-seven minutes. We're in and out. Was that act? Was that good? You enjoyed that? It's good. Better than Cocaine Bear, and like I, <laughs> okay, that's not what I want to hear. <laughs> cocaine Bear just it. I don't know who's seen Cocaine Bear, but like it just it stopped being mean about forty five minutes in. The first four five minutes are like, what if Jason Voorhees was a fucking bear on coke and he killed everyone that he saw? And the last four five minutes, are like, what if we made the bear a hero and stopped having killing people? Yeah, I've, I've based on descriptions I've heard, I'm like, well, they took a lot of liberties and went a really weird direction with it. So I won 90 minutes of bear eating people. Give me yeah. that. Yeah. It's not that hard. 
I'm sorry. Just <laughs> I want to backtrack just a little bit. It's just so I guess Ryan, if the last movie you saw, newest movie you saw was sports movie Creed Two, yeah, sports movie. So you didn't watch the Kurt Warner movie? <laughs> no, I did not watch the Sakura. I feel Zachary like we... Levi Kurt Warner movie. I mean, we're all Iowans, and we have not seen the Kurt Warner movie. I don't think I. I know you could not pay me to watch it. That's oh, what... brother in Christ, I'm going to make you watch for the podcast. That's, yeah. that's, that's one that of those week. where I'm just like, <laughs> I feel like if there were, if there's any NFL player, from, especially from that time, whose story like you knew because you heard it every goddamn week. Parked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why did we need the movie? I already know. Like, I know about the grocery store. I know about arena. Like, I <laughs> but know. Also, how do you fuck right. up that movie? And it's not good. Well, you, because... you get a guy that can't throw a football for one. Yeah, there's that. There's that. Man, Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> you saying Shazam can't throw a fucking fastball? <laughs> Maybe it, it also, should have been it a also, crossover event. I don't know. It, it also, like, that's one that's sort of like, hey, remember when St. Louis had a team? Yeah. Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> well, I mean, Sean's a Titans fan, so we can't really talk about this very often. Yeah, well, I guess at least they still have their team. Do you think yeah. Kevin Dyson's in that movie? I heard they like they skipped that part. I heard like it ends on the touchdown, so you got that going for you. Uh, that's kind of them. Well, that's nice. Yeah, they saved yeah. all the Titans fans from the seven of us there are out there from <laughs> watching it. Wait, Kevin Dyson has a car dealership in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my main problem with with Little Giants ultimately is that <laughs> there's not a good there's not a good like uh, inspirational scene like Mighty Ducks it has the whole like ducks fly together the inspirational scene in Little Giants basically comes down to you like, can win once you can win time. once basically <laughs> on accident guys yeah like you're gonna get shit kicked every other time <laughs> like like we, like I understand it. But when Rick Moranis is like, who says you have to be good to play football? It's like, God damn, you're telling these kids they suck, dude. <laughs> it's yeah. He doesn't, to be honest, they doesn't bring a lot of fire. They weren't paying attention because he had a goddamn lion's mane coming out of his chest. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I do it does suck for any like I mean, this may come out before any game or something, but like you can't ever beat Pacino's speech. So like any sport we know, sure. maybe just be you're fucked. Sure. Like, what are we gonna do here? Like we're yeah. you already did like a 35 minute speech. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because all of a sudden I'm just keep talking. So did have in my notes that and I immediately regretted it that is is Rick Moranis the greatest movie dad in history? And then I realized he had an entire series about fucking up his kids. So uh, <laughs> yeah. did you guys see that? Maybe not. That tweet like a few weeks ago about how like the honey I shrunk the kids thing where like how like if you shrunk my kids don't start with honey like you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, to be is, fair to be fair in the honey I shrunk the kids movies that's other kids fucking around with his stuff in the garage like it's not. The movie title makes it sound like he lines them up in front of the laser beam. Stand and here. Bill, that's right. Wait five seconds. That's right. That's not what happens. Is he irresponsible with his stuff? Yes. And the ant dies. It's really sad. But there's not intent to shrink the kids. Speaking of a movie that I feel like I remember but haven't seen in 20, year, 20 plus yeah. years. Yeah. They made a sequel. 
Yeah, honey, I blew up the kids, which also no the kid, the kid, plural, one one kid. That's it's just the toddler. Yeah, and the world's largest ant. Yeah, the ant gets blown up in the second one. I think so. Yeah, it's terrifying. I don't think I've ever seen the second one. I feel like I have, but man, that was a long time ago. If I did, so I don't know. The one thing about this movie that I kept thinking about is uh, Devin Swan, or how the uh, junior character is, isn't even in the second Final Destination. But I just kept thinking about the second Final Destination because the goddamn log thing, <laughs> and the dude's not even in it. Devin Sawa. Yeah, I can't pronounce that. That's, a, that's what his, his last name Sawa, or that's how it's spelled anyway. But I uh, I introduced my eleven year old to those. And uh, we watch the second one, and it gets and he's like, so he's like, so he looks at me and goes, so we don't follow log trucks ever. <laughs> like, nope, nope, right? never. I mean, that's a that's a fine lesson to take from that. Movie, yep, I would say. I don't think anybody, whether or not you've seen the movie, nobody drives on the highway behind a log truck and doesn't think about that. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't know. That would be interesting to know if there if there's somebody out there that actually has not seen that movie or at least the scene, right? And has like some fear of bad things happening when they approach a log truck right. or behind a right. log truck, right? Right. Because right. I know it's, it's. I feel like it's pretty common, like knowledge or whatever, just to everybody, one way or another. The but cop I, gets I, it bad. It's that log right in the face. Mm. <laughs> It's it's our generation's jaws, where like in the seventies people didn't want to go in the water. I don't want to drive behind a log truck ever. All right, so I had this question, and I just like my notes. So which which college football coach would you most want to see coach a peewee football team, and you can't say Saban? Ed Orgeron. Oh, I just want to see him. Dabo. Dabo's gonna be. Oh boy. Davo's gonna be real overbearing. Like inter like entertainment wise, just like over the top. I think uh, I would say Dabo. Coach O's gonna take his shirt off. <laughs> He's gonna be completely unintelligible to these children. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's gonna be magical. And he'll also like have the right level of enthusiasm where he's like Coach yeah. O will just be jazzed. I think Co- I think yeah, I think Coach O. I don't know if I can think anybody of anybody better than that. Do you think Co- Co- Coach O actually talks normal and then he watched the Water Boy at a young age? Like, I'm just going <laughs> to be this coach. People don't know this. Coach O has a British accent, but he hides it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just made this like un yeah un un uh, yeah intelligible. He's paying his childhood accent. friends like five grand a fucking month just to keep their mouths just shut. Cool. I want it just to be cool. I want it to be Coach O, but in like the Mighty Ducks storyline. So like. He has to do it in a different state than Louisiana on DUI punishment yep, on community yep. service. Put, you have to put, do this in Boston. No, no, no. You got in, in like Minnesota. Uh, no, like the suburbs of like New York or some shit. Jersey. Yeah. Here, here he is in Albany. <laughs> <laughs> or like, or in like the suburbs a bunch of, of rich Hills. kids in Albany. Put in Beverly Figure Hills. It out. <laughs> hmm? Or Beverly Hills, like just a bunch of uppity assholes. Yep. Like like Troop Beverly Hills, but Coach O in the oh. football team. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I've not seen Troop Beverly Hills in a very long time. I know it has Shelly Long in it. How long before Brett Bielema just walks out? 
Dude, I love Brett Bielema out of Illinois because it pisses Iowa fans off. The problem with Brett Bielema is, I mean, like, this is a little bit of a problem with Coach O, too. He can't coach Pee Wee football because he'll start hitting on moms. <laughs> True. Here's the Pee-wee thing. Do you think he would have, if, let's say he did it in his yeah. hometown. Yeah. Like Danny O'Shea is. Yeah. And he meets his crush from childhood. Do you think he would say... You got taller. You have a driver's license now, but your face looks the same because that's the worst pickup line in history. Well, we know that if uh, if Ferens was a coach, he'd let Brian take all the snaps, even though he's thirty eight right. years old. That's right. That's right. He's right. just having out there. Well, Brian's our QB. Well, Brian's thirty eight. I don't give a shit. He's our QB. We're going him out there. <laughs> also, now that you mention it, there's this, the whole thing with Danny and this woman. Like, they've both lived there the whole time. No, no, no she just moved to town. When is I missed that part? I feel like she just moved the town, right? I think it's implied in the fact that they don't know Junior and Junior is, but all the girls do, don't they? No, no, they know him because she he shows up. He's at the oh, okay. But also, yeah, it's it's never like they could have very easily made it look like they moved in, just like Spike's. Him, Spike and his dad right, did, right. but they didn't so, do yeah, that. It was just like literally they were just box inside. Yeah, they were literally just at the grocery store, and he's there like working or whatever. All of a sudden, and they're like, "Oh, this new person that can throw toilet Dude, paper." They don't even like discuss how problematic <laughs> it is that Danny has a huge crush on Junior's mom, and is gonna try something. And Becky likes Junior, like, like. How's there not a conversation about who gets to make the move? Wow. Did you not? I hadn't thought about that until just is my, now. Is my brain that twisted? That, like, I'm no, that. no, that's a good point. Like, I mean, I have... that said, this is a whole movie that like completely glosses over the fact that like Becky's again, the move in this, the way to do this in a movie, usually in the nineties is, Oh, your mom died in some tragic way. I in this movie, it's his, like, his she is... left us. Oh, wow, wait, she just left. Be here. Straight up left. So, but is Junior's mom dad dead? What happened to Junior's dad? He also is an asshole. He he references his dad at one point, but the dad is not in the film in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, there's a lot of like just shitty spouses. I, I, there's some he, stuff in the He Albania works with Johnny's on. dad out of town. You that's know, it's just right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh fuck! We only see him every other month for a weekend. I, it, it's it's weird. Yeah. Johnny's that's a real piece of shit. But anyways. a lot of broken families in this. <laughs> right, because you, you never see the uh, the nerd, the, the one that's like sicky. You never see his dad either. Yeah. Nope. nope. She's a, she's just like we tried for ten years and I was in bedridden, but she's he's not in the stands. No, she's going crazy. No. Like, and now I'm watching Spike and his dad, and I'm just getting creeped out. <laughs> Spike's mom's dead. Let's be clear. Oh, his dad murdered her. What they both they both, well, they it both was, murdered that one. They it was determined no foul play, but everybody has some no body was found. Yeah, it's, it's the uh it's the Brad Pitt and once upon a time in Hollywood. They went out for a boat trip and she just didn't come home. And that's fine. Yeah. But uh I think we... at any point in your life you've been strong enough to just hold out your arm. And have a steroid ridden 12 year old do pull ups <laughs> on it. I don't know. And that kid's tall. He's big. <laughs> He's big. 
That is the all right. So I think I don't Tez. I don't think you'll get this. So Spike, other than Little Giants, what was Spike in? I think I think this is a little too like this might be a couple years past you because it was something that I knew him from. So I have no chance. I think I think we looked this up last time we did it because I know is is it Little Rascals? If I say no. It's it's after this. I have no idea. If I say Disney Channel, oh, yes, it is wow. because it is. I know exactly who it is because it's him. It's almost every like main player on the Cowboys is Team X Blades from Brink. Yeah, it's Brink. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know if we like. I mean, for, I didn't know if we hit on that four years ago or whatever when what we the did fuck this is the other Brink? Time. It's a Disney uh, Channel it's a original, dude. Look it up. Movie. Team Pup and Suds children watch you gotta watch that's 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 what you gotta watch with your kids next is brink i don't know where the hell uh, you're gonna I'm, watch I, it but i don't know if you know about you anymore the only one is watch youtube fucking videos like, <laughs> like sure it's on youtube they, they want to watch a two-hour roblox <laughs> they don't watch a two-hour video on roblox but it won't sit down for a 90-minute movie so i don't know about roblox ryan is your kids watching doing the roblox shit no, yet no I, you're dodging, I this, you're dodging bullets I know, I know it's coming for now we've avoided it it's bad, we, man. In our, in our house, YouTube doesn't work a lot. That's the <laughs> line that we go. <laughs> oh, it's just oh, not working right now. Yeah, Sorry. It's down. I don't know. Yep. Maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Weird. That's, that's random. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I called him. Sorry. <laughs> I called him and told him it wasn't working. <laughs> you should uh, say YouTube. You should watch all the uh, snow buddies with him. <laughs> all right. Um. <laughs> Hey, YouTube's the fucking devil. I hate it. Um, <laughs> and don't ever like Google what YouTube stars make. It'll just make you like oh, hate no. life. That's a that's a bad choice. Yeah. I I I say this a lot. Like all of us, like we watch like sitcoms growing up, and like you'll see like where are these sitcom stars at now? Like all that like that clickbait shit. You know, when our kids are old, it's gonna be like, where are these YouTube stars at? Yeah, and it's gonna be on OnlyFans. That's I where they'll be. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Free Guy with my sons, and they blew up when the YouTube fucking stars showed up. Mm. I know who the fuck Laserhead is and fucking st- stupid shit. Is. Like, I don't know who these people are. Like, oh, that's great. But yeah, you know, whatever. Which just, anyway, I'm, I lost it. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> just thank God we got Logan Paul, you know? Or whichever yeah. Paul brother. Which one's the professional the wrestler? One. One's I, a boxer I, now, one's a wrestler. Which one? Are they the Ooh. same? Logan is the wrestler. Jake is the one that's boxing. Yeah. Jake's the one who just lost. He just lost. Thank God. Right. I was getting ready to ask if it was more legitimate. So. No. He lost to a guy that also is only a half-ass boxer. So. Oh, so he finally booked a real fight? He booked real- a half-ass real fight and got his ass beat. It was hilarious. Can we get those fucking uh, those trick shot basketball players into a fist fight? Who are they? Hey, dude. Or- dude, perfect. Dude, perfect. <laughs> Dude Perfect Dude Perfect knows better than to get, to get involved with that shit. Go back. Give me a time machine. Go back 12 years and I'm like, Ted, you're going to learn how to do trick shot basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to be your shit. I mean, it really, yeah, it's just a... They have to go back of, further than that. Dude Perfect's been around a long time. The amount of cocaine those motherfuckers do to have just that much a energy. bunch of dudes <laughs> on the Texas A&M campus just going we're just gonna throw basketballs at a hoop till it goes in tony from fucking scarface is like those motherfuckers need to lay back (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Well, Ryan, it's eleven o'clock. I, I feel like you're on the Eastern Time Zone. I feel like we should like let you go. I'm se- I'm Central. I'm Central. Natural. Yeah. God's God's time. Why did I think you were in Florida? I have. I mean, I'm from Florida, and I have real trashy Florida vibes. Well, we so. had Spencer on here, and uh, yeah. he uh, not on this. We had him on their podcast, and he spent like twenty minutes trashing Iowa. So I will give you the opportunity <laughs> to trash <laughs> Iowa fans if you want it, because we are all three Iowa State fans. This is. He said Iowa fans have like say, no sense of humor. He's like, he's Brian, I challenge you to say one good thing about Brian Ferris. <laughs> the race of 25 is going to give them so much fucking content this fall. I, I will say this about Brian, uh, uh, about Brian. I appreciate that um, Brian is keeping the heat on his father. <laughs> Because there's a way to do this. The way to do this and other like Jeff Bowden did it is to just fucking quit is to just not do this anymore and be like, listen, I understand. I'm just going to get out of the way, (laughs) whatever. But I appreciate that. Like Kirk's not going to fire him. And Brian's not gonna quit. Just gonna keep making money. It's the Snyder shit from Kansas State a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mm. God, they're like. On an honest question, though, because like no one's here at this point. So, what is your what what is your favorite what's your favorite college team? Like, what what was like you bleed and die college team? So. So I I like Spencer. I'm a Florida fan as well. Okay, and that's the one that I'm like. So most so that's, this is difficult then because Florida has like 18 rivals. What's your biggest rival? Uh, Florida State. Okay, is the answer for me. Yeah. So, as Iowa State fans, and I can see Jake is already like considering where I'm going here because <laughs> we hate Iowa. Yeah. But right now, it's a huge thing about how Iowa State fans should respect. Caitlin Clark, because she's a huge Iowa. She's like, you know, the Iowa women's basketball yeah, star. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. And if you're an Iowa State fan, you can't support her. You're an asshole. But we're rivals. So yeah. you want her to, like, do terrible, right? I mean, that's not an asshole thing, like, want her to do bad. Right? We're not... I definitely don't think you have to, like, root for Caitlin Clark or the Iowa women's team. Like, that's yes. baffling to me. It's a whole thing right now, but how like you need to like because like because she she raises all the tide raises all boats, right? So like her sure. Like, and I guess if you want to be like, oh, I don't like root for Iowa, but like I respect Caitlin Clark and I like think she's I acknowledge that she's good. Like that's do you probably, respect James Winston? No, <laughs> no, no. But there yeah, are but... Florida State players that I would have said that about. Yeah, there. The, it's a Ted's. To Ted's point, there is a uh, there is a, a to call it a discussion in the subsect of like Iowa, Iowa State, and mostly Iowa State uh, fandom Twitter. Twitter yeah. That is, there are some people that um, think that uh, saying anything bad basically about K- Caitlin Clark is ridiculous, and you shouldn't because she's doing good things for women's basketball. And then there are some of us that think that okay, I am not going to ever cheer for Iowa, although I respect that she's a great player, and I that's okay. I mean, I will say at this point in time, Caitlin Clark is great and has had a great season. Yep. Women's basketball will be fine whether or not she has a good tournament or, like, 
it's as much as ESPN likes to sort of revolve the right. world of women's basketball around Caitlin Clark. Like there are plenty of good teams and good players out there. So I don't think it's like, it's not like, it's not like Caitlin Clark is representing the U S in the Olympics <laughs> in one-on-one basketball. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now I have to root for you. Like she's our rep. Yep. Like, and, what, and what frustrates us as state fans is like, we have a, Ashley Jones is equally good, uh, equal, not equally, all American. She's very good. And like, but you want to see Hawkeye fans like, well, she's good. She's also but, not flashy. No. She's a no. like dribble it in the post type of scorer. Doesn't, isn't shooting logo threes. There, like I said, is, there is no sport and no player in which Iowa State could have a dominant, compelling force that. Iowa Iowa fans would be like, oh, I am rooting for that. It would never happen. Exactly. Like that to me is the end of the discussion. The fact that it would never happen in reverse means there shouldn't be some bullshit expectation that Iowa State fans have to like actively support Caitlin Clark now right. or they're bad people. That's bullshit. And that's an Iowa fan thing because Iowa fans love like, I don't know word this, Shakespeare, like, I don't say above other fans, like, they're like, being like, what we're really like, not per clutching, but like better than you. Like we do this. We're like, we're like, lots of. It's not just like, look, lots of lots of sports fan bases are like that. They're like, they like deserve, to play the holier we, than thou card. Yeah, and, and they're like, we deserve special treatment because yep. we are special people. Like that happens everywhere. There are, and, uh, you know, a, a dozen programs. It, it's just annoying, man. You you point out more than all of us because like you have like a national platform, but like. Duke and UNC fans don't want the other one to do good. No. No. Florida and Florida State fans want the other one to do good. And nobody and nobody will like suggest that it's mean spirited if they're if you're not being supportive of, yeah. of them in this. No, regard. it's a it's a rivalry. You don't want the you don't want to like want the other one to do good. Right. I think Iowa fans with Fry and Ferris have had 40 years of being like pretty decent. So and like better have, and better than Iowa State. So like they their sense of humor is trash. They don't have like the self there's no self-deprecation. There's no like being worse than they haven't had to deal right. with. They punch yeah. down forever. Yeah. And Iowa State fans are just like, you know, this is gonna get bad. Like this whole like this Texas thing with uh Tyrese Hunter and like they could play in Kansas City in the six sixteen where Sweet Sixteen were like exactly. I was just gonna make Sweet Sixteen in Kansas City where they have a home foot advantage and Texas is gonna win. That's how Iowa State shit does. <laughs> As someone who's taken Iowa State in several brackets in the past and been, I'm sure you still want to grudge against us for the UAB year. Oh. UAB so, year, everyone wants to grudge against us. There are so many years you could pick where it's like, well, all right, they're out three rounds earlier than I than I am going. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Iowa State. Uh, so, uh, but no, I I I don't think. Um, Unless it comes out that like, hey, if Caitlin Clark doesn't win like most outstanding player, uh, aliens are gonna vaporize the planet. Brother, in, in our in our circles, yeah. if she does not win the player of the year, oh boy, shit might burn. That South Carolina woman that might win. Aaliyah Boston, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's, that who's also who's really very good. good. Yeah, who's very also good. Really good. She just doesn't. She doesn't do the. Yeah, she's not as flashy. I actually. All right. So I actually want to steer away from this because. <laughs> It's it's because I want because well I want to and actually it kind of leads me into what is the most 
uh, heated topic you have found, or maybe it's a singular topic, or maybe it's a repetitive topic between like Florida, Florida State. Mm. It could be like a singular thing that's happened, whether it was like when Jameis was there and they won, or is it like a thing that repeats? Well, it's like Um, a lightning bolt conversation that like it would just piss off either side. I, I guess it's really about like it really still is probably about like your feelings about Bobby Bowden and Steve Spurrier mm. just because like both successful, both like not, not necessarily like build more Bowden than Spurrier in this regard, but like program builders, big personalities. And like, broadly speaking, I think there is a big portion of Florida fans who's like, Bobby Bowden was putting on a show and was like a fucking huckster and, you know, it was all this aw shucks, good old boy, and like bullshit. And Florida State fans are like, Steve Spurrier was an asshole and <laughs> like, had, was, wasn't a gentleman and this, that, and the other. So I, I think it probably is like really wrapped up in that. But like, I don't know if there's one. One of the problems with the Florida Florida State rivalry as of late is that it's been a long time since they were both good at the same time. They keep alternating sort of like seesawing back and forth where one's good and one's bad. And so there is nothing super satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most the most ridiculous recent moment in the rivalry, and this is maybe five years ago at this point. So Florida has this long streak of uh, scoring points in a football game. I don't know how long the streak is at this point. It's quite long. Notably, when they played their bowl game against Oregon State, I think it was the Las Vegas Bowl, uh, they kicked a field goal very late in the game to preserve this streak. That yes. Florida was a popular pick in that game. Of they, literally, like, literally scoring points in a game. Yes. Just, like just a, scoring like a points. 70 just year not, or 60 getting, year. Like, not getting shut sure. out. Yes. Yep. Yes. There is a Florida State game. I think it might have been while Jameis was there. If not, it's like, it's definitely a Jimbo year. Yep. Where Florida only, uh, Florida scored in that game and it's two points. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. it, is a, it is a safety. So the kept that streak. The alive. offense didn't actually score any Correct. points. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And that was just like a real stupid moment. That's was, that's funny. It's like yeah. the Nebraska sellout streak. It's not real. Yeah. 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 It is a little bit like that. So a little bit, but also like the team still did it. It wasn't just people with money paying for it. It so. is. Yes, it's true. It is like you can look it up and confirm that it is true. And it's not just like, yeah, we said it. it's, it's true. So therefore it is. Sure. So like, are you like involved in like the, uh, do you follow like, a, like, I don't know what your Twitter follower looks like, but you, do you follow FS, FSU and like Florida people just to, like see them fighting, like to enjoy, like, cause I'm sure you can't get in the muck. Because you're like you're big enough for you can't like get in the muck because then you'll get shit on. Because like why are you entertaining this shit? Um, the trick, the nice and the tricky thing is that, uh, there's a third party in all of this, which is Miami, and so like <laughs> in the same way that like if I I grew up in a house of three kids, I'm one of three kids, and like one of the good and bad things about 
being having three kids is like there's always friction and it always changes which direction it's going and you're never sure exactly where it started but like shit just can't stay still and because because Miami is the third child in this particular fucked up family like they're always there's always a fight going on about something about how like some <laughs> somebody's coaches suck somebody like this recruit that this that you know that florida flipped from miami Did, like, which one of you guys like, had that that recruit this year like didn't get Jay, paid Jaden rashada that was, <laughs> that was miami that, no oh wait oh Jaden rashada sorry. had committed to miami yeah he sorry flipped to florida flipped yep then his nil deal completely fell apart yep. and now he's at so, arizona state yeah <laughs> And it, and Florida looks completely stupid for it. So that has been, if you want like the easiest thing to just make Florida fans feel if, bad about. If it make that. if it makes you feel any better, at least from my perspective here, uh, Miami is always the magnet of stupidity and attention. So yes, yes. they are. Um, they are they, just because I don't know if it's because of the you. I think that's probably what it, why. Uh, I don't think it's actually true that like uh like the NCAA is always after him or whatever, but yeah. I think the national like more national attention typically steers towards Miami for stupidity or things happening. Oh, I think they just kind of started a bonfire that they've just never. Yeah, been able it's just to put like out. it's never went away. Well, <clears throat> like, and I, I I was talking about this with somebody else recently. Florida and Florida State fans, I think, sort of follow typical emotional patterns. Like, if they're bad, they'll sort of like slink away and then like just kind of be quiet for a bit. Yeah, they'll they'll be yeah. quiet and they'll sort of just like stew. Don't stoke, don't stoke the fire. Just kind of like hang out. Miami fans are always ready to fight. Yeah, whether whether they're good, whether they're bad, like week over, like even just week to week, they will even just, like, any bit of like positive they're just yes. like fuck you like they're we're better than at, you they're always at a yeah. 10 they're yeah. always at a 10 and florida and florida state fans are more likely to like have ebbs and flows yeah, I, can see, I mean it's an attitude thing it's, it is it it's is always been that's always i at least yeah the way obviously don't run into a ton of miami fans in central iowa but i had a friend growing up that was a big Miami fan and even even he was that way you know he subscribed to it and he's just like to even say the word Miami yeah whether it's related to the Hurricanes football team or not like he'll flip us right. what are you saying what are you talking about and it's right. like oh my god right. it's like what if Texas a and the Corps of Cadets didn't wear shirts and loved cocaine like that's sort of what <laughs> Miami fans are. yeah I, don't, I, I think that probably stemmed from the you and just has continued but like yeah it's just from my outside observation it's like miami will mostly be quiet if they're mediocre or like bad but as soon as like things seem even good at all like it seems like there's a lot of miami noise happening and it's like what what are you okay like this yeah. year like like their basketball team at this point it's like all right, y'all like like figured out a bunch like somehow figured out the fact that you have a bunch of talent and did what you did, and now like I hate that like I I want Drake to beat the, I want Drake to beat whoever they drew in the tournament, but it's like I hate the draw, but it's like also 
God, I hope Drake beats them because I just don't want to hear about them making like a sweet 16. Also, they beat Iowa State last year, and also they cost a shit ton of money against the system best. Well, they are, yeah, because they're they're super talented. They pay they pay people, and they're they got a bunch of talent there. Like that's why it's just annoying. It's like, yeah, you you haven't really done that much, but anytime anytime something good happens, we hear about it. So it is it is the place where much more so than any other program, frankly, that I can think of, like swagger and chest puffing is like central to the experience it's not just we want to be good it's we want to be good and talk that shit and and, and well, other schools and, are just happy if they can be and good. part of that i guess may, maybe a lot of this stems from the what is it 2017 or whatever it just it seems like ucf has turned into just miami light anymore yeah, yeah especially um, joining to the big the Big Twelve with their Twitter Twitter interactions now they just really think there's something. It's you. Yeah, yeah. I've had um, I've gone on a couple Big Twelve podcasts and and been asked about like you know what's what's that going to be like, and I think there's some there's some uh, feeling that like oh UCF doesn't know what it's in for because like you know Big Twelve teams hate each other and that's all true, but like there are certain Big Twelve teams that just despise each other. Sure. I think UCF is so hungry for this because, like, to keep it back in the that UConn trophy. God. <laughs> UCF has spent, I don't know, nearly a decade so, desperately trying to get the attention of its three big brothers in the state of Florida yeah. and not. And now it's like, oh, you're going to pay attention to me. Like the rest of the Big Twelve, we're is here pay now. Yeah. Yes. It's <laughs> like this is the this is exactly what they want. And there's, there are, there are a lot of Big Twelve Twitter that are like, I don't want to do UCF. I'm like, um, I am here for a fan base that wants to talk shit. Yeah. Like, let's go. Like I, it makes me laugh. Like, yeah. like I'm I'm here for it. And it pisses me off that Iowa State does not play them this year, and probably not next year. So like we have three years like just shit building up. You know, like. I would have them than BYU, those soaky motherfuckers. Like you know, uh, yeah, that fan base. And we're never going to get UCF because in a year we're going to have all these Pac-12 teams come to town. So. <laughs> you know, like that's a whole thing. It's fine, whatever. I do love and like I know like you're like on the East Coast, but, like all these like Pac-12 fan bases being like, you shouldn't feel like you shouldn't feel happy that we're dying. I'm like motherfucker, you guys still Colorado, like. <laughs> Also, for how, for how long were they, like, dancing on the Big 12 grave or what they thought was the Big 12 grave yeah. and thinking that they were going to be pulling schools? It's like, right. listen, like, I'm I'm not, like, all right, I'm cu- – all right, I'm definitely dancing on their grave when it, when it happens because it's going to happen. But it's, mo- it's actually more about the, like, the media people that just wouldn't ever admit it and still half-ass have, have not admitted it. But, you know, right. whatever. I, I do mean this. All right, right, all right, I have one more question. We're going to let you go. Oklahoma or Texas, who does better in the SEC? I have my answer. And, and like, who I follow on Twitter is does not agree with me. Hmm. I don't like this answer. But did, I you put a po- he... did you put a poll up, Ted? No, I just know who I follow. Just based on, I, okay. Yeah. I don't like this answer, but I think it's Oklahoma. Interesting. I don't agree with that at all. I oh. think I think the last season of of Venables 
was just super snake bit. Like looking back, it's like all like there's so many of these losses where it's just like it just I don't think it's going to be that bad. And I, I think Oklahoma has shown that they are enough of a constant that I think they will like compete on a more consistent basis. Here's my thing. Who are you more confident is going to be looking for a new coach in two years, Texas or Oklahoma? I'm going to say Texas, but they have more Texas. money. Yeah, but they've always How has that mattered? How has that mattered for the last 15 so, years? Oklahoma has been like feeding on the Big 12 for a decade, and they have not like, yeah, so, much in the face at all. Sure. So so my, my thing with that is I would disagree that it's a – if Stoops was still there and yeah. they were the constant that or they Riley. were – yeah. Well, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So if it went, if Riley was still there, Stoops was still there, and that was the constant, and they were still doing what they had been doing, I would agree with Oklahoma, and I think that they were constant and they were they were did their thing. I don't know that Venables is the right person, and I don't know that especially with how they've looked tra- and then transitioning is going to work well. I do agree that Texas is. More volatile in general, but I think they're going to continue to be this volatile train wreck that continues to just have talent and the ability to push at least Oklahoma's the top half like, of Oklahoma's the... going to be on par of 8-5 and every year. Which is also a shame for AM considering they have top ten recruiting classes every year. <laughs> another another place that has money. Yeah, which is ridic- which is insane. I'm also to I'm me. also on record that if Oklahoma beats Georgia in the Rose Bowl when Baker's the quarterback, yeah, they win the national championship. I think that's entirely possible. Yeah. I think they yeah. I mean, they beat Bama. Um, I will say, I I think it's entirely reasonable <laughs> to say I don't think Venables <laughs> is the guy. Yeah, I. I am mostly betting that if he's not, Oklahoma is one of those programs that whoever comes in next can get it rolling again. Relatively. I am fair, it's baby. And, and it is, <laughs> and it is tough for us because, like, as us three being very plugged into like the Big Twelve Twitter, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Twitter in the last eighteen months has been a real cocksucker. Mm-hmm. Where Texas just, just, just like Texas Twitter is just like. Hey man, we're doing this. It's better for us. I'm sorry. Oklahoma's right. like Oklahoma's like you're lucky we had we you had us for as long as you did. Right. Fuck right. you. You've right. been holding Which us back. A, that feels like a big role reversal for what that. Oh, I mean, like I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I would portray it that way. I, you I, don't I, think I, Oklahoma Twitter's been the villain and Texas has been out there? No, I think Texas is always the villain. How many buddy? asshole t- Texas people do you follow? I don't. I mean, I don't do the like engaging with enemy fan bases so that's why i think texas is the asshole i think what you are observing is after lincoln left oklahoma fans were super defensive like i think they are still like i think they are still healing from that yeah they're they're struggling with the fact that they got gutted and the coach they thought was going to be the next stoops for 10 years left and gutted them. And yeah, that's probably true. And yeah. their quarterback went to South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, Boston their, their quarterback went to USC and then their other quarterback went to South Carolina. Well, yeah. <laughs> Rattler versus Tennessee cost me a lot of money in that boy. So many live bets just toss on Tennessee in that game. I want to be clear. I don't feel great about picking Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. 
no, no, no. I it wouldn't surprise me if they both went there and ended up like Texas A and M. Okay, so who do you yeah. think are you more happy about joining? Then is that a better way? Like who? Are you, or as a Florida fan, you don't give a shit because you're not being that conference or that bubble. Or well, whatever. now it's. I mean, the, rumoredly, Florida might. Florida and Oklahoma might be one of the permanent matchups. I don't know mm. if that's true. And I don't Makes know, no like sense. what I, I don't know what the logic. How do you? Is how's there. it not Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, Texas A&M? I totally agree. Right. Or, or, or if you, or if you want to throw Mizzou in there, sure. Yeah, um, throw Mizzou wherever you want. Nobody's gonna care. I Missouri as well. Yeah, <laughs> Missouri's um, just a shitty team and a shitty college. I'm sorry. So welcome to the NCAA where locations they put, they don't matter and it's all made up. Missouri not playing Kansas in a bowl game. Yeah. And Missouri also saying if they ever put Iowa State in a bowl game, they would not put the rivalry trophy up for grabs. Yeah. Because all you need to know about Missouri. Yeah. They're um for a team that has made it to the SEC championship game twice, <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything. Like I have no meaningful Missouri. They have a rock they have a rock pile in one of their end zones. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it's I got. Very, it's very it's very cool. It's and very, the, and their university is two hours and ten minutes from my house. Um as far as like who I'm happier to have, I don't know. It still feels weird. Like I'm not that used to having Missouri in the conference. Like A and M has kind of, I think A and M has kind of made it work because like they've played Bama close and they're in the West already. And the whole Jimbo Saban the Jimbo, shit. The Jimbo Saban shit. Um, there's been like enough interesting stuff going on with A and M, but like. I figured that AM was ever in the Big 12. I remember like Nebraska, Colorado, and Missouri. But like literally AM in the Big 12 was like a big blank spot. Sure. Right. 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 Because they don't matter. AM is like that rich cousin that people kind of talk about. Right. The weird, the weird rich the, cousin. I, the I, only AM memory I have in, is the Todd Blythe triple overtime game. Like, or, outside or when, of they, that, or when they beat, or when they beat you and I, right? In the oh, yeah, when they scored 12 <laughs> points in the last minute or something like that. <laughs> oh, because we should on you and I because they're bad people. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm happier to have Texas because Texas will, if, if, to, to flip the question. Just say Texas, it's because their stadium has over 100,000 people that's and that's what, what you need. That's what it is. No. <laughs> if, if, to flip, like, who's going to do, who's going to do better? I know who's going to react worse if they don't do well in the SEC, and that's Texas. Yeah. Like, the the fragility of the <laughs> psyche of Texas fans. And that's, like, week two of conference play. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, there is – my suspicion is that – They're building the goddamn statue for Quinn Ewers for getting hurt in the first half of Alabama. I, I think what is sustaining Texas fans – throughout this year and probably into 2024 is like, oh, we almost had Bama. We almost had them. <laughs> and like, if they, if they, if they move to the SEC and they lose to Kentucky, they're going to lose their absolute. Or Barton dog. Simmons fucking Vanderbilt team. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, it's they're they're going, they're going to lose it because It'll just be a different version of like, oh, cool. We lost imagine Kansas being State. Quinn Ewers, who was like a top five Heisman Trophy candidate. Yeah. Six weeks in the last season. And then Texas has been like, well, Manny might have your spot. Yeah. Like, Quinn, Quinn Ewers wasn't yeah. actually that good last year, by the way. Either way, man, like 
just he had, a good, he had a good game against Alabama. And exactly, everybody... and that's what they're. It's yeah. uh, that's what everybody remembers. I remember watching him play a half of well, actually three quarters of a game money of football. Bama. Yeah, go ahead. Well, he the Iowa State game. He played three quarters and he looked like he was fucking hungover. Mm. He might have been. He very well might have been. I mean, glass houses. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, sure. So was I, but. No, like he didn't know he like everybody remembers that, but it's like, yeah, of course, Arch Manning's going to come in and they're going to say that it's an open spot, man. Like you were not that impressive last year. Sorry. The very clearly what Texas wants to have happen is. Quarterback battle, Quinn gets the spot, Arch gets to learn for a year, Quinn has a great year, goes off to the NFL, Arch steps in super smooth because that's the plan. That's not what's going to happen. Do you think so? You think that's the plan? I would think Arch just steps in and is a badass for three years, and Quinn Ewers can go over the hell he wants. I would. I. It only makes sense to me if this is the plan because because like I don't understand why Arch would go to Texas if if this wasn't the plan. Money. He doesn't need money. It's the Manning family. (laughs) That's true. See that that's why that's why I think Arch I don't know an amazing like his dad. Cooper. The one saying the fucking NFL players is dad? Yeah, Yeah, but he was he got a fox analyst or something. Also, he's like Like, (laughs) he's he like made a bunch of money in like oil. Yeah, Cooper Cooper's really smart and the only reason he didn't continue being an athlete is he like his fucking hip out or whatever the hell it was. He had he had uh, a uh, I did not realize spinal stenosis everyone, is what he had. Everyone was all about the son that's not the Super Bowl winning. Yeah, it's ironic. Yes, yes. No, but Peyton. The, Peyton has said he thinks he was the best player of the three. Cooper. Yeah, I think they both yeah. have said they think he was the best athlete of yeah. of, of them all. That's of, fun. They, have, they have Super Bowl rings. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Eli somehow does. I don't Cooper, really get Cooper it. Cooper Manning what? never beat Tom Brady. But Cooper cut the thing. <laughs> but Cooper. Cut the thing you in Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. On, on some of that realignment stuff, I don't know if you guys listened to it, but when you guys did that realignment draft on the full cast, I really do believe, I think it got touched on right at the end, I think Hawaii should be invited to the Big 12 and Rutgers <laughs> should be their protected rivalry <laughs> that those two have to play every single year. We do. We have a, we have a podcast called Landlocks, Ryan, where we as a gambling podcast, and Sean makes so much money on Hawaii lines. <laughs> it's just cash to be made. What is what is like what is the secret to the Hawaii lines at this point? For like the first half of the year, it was Hawaii unders. Yeah. Nobody was scoring points out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had to start playing some. Hawaii covering, you know, 12 or 13, stuff like that, because right. they just sneak over the line. <laughs> the same about Hawaii games is when you're like up betting them, is you can't watch them. That's like, true. They're not on TV. No. Like, like, you know, like, like those are you where they're only on Facebook TV. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a grim state of affairs out there. Now they're going to have a stadium, right? They're going to have a football stadium? Well, they're they're working. They're, they're pl- I don't even think they've started building it, but there's like, I, I've seen like they have plans for it. And I'm like, uh, until I don't know. Start- it was like, well, I got, 
I got help to like do a, like a home filled sponsorship, and they're like, "You're gonna get a hundred dollar gift card." I'm like, "Just give me a Hawaii hoodie." There you That's go. I want. There you like, go. Just give me the Hawaii hoodie. That's the most. <laughs> That's the most. <laughs> or the uh, the anteater from UC Irvine, but uh. Oh, Zot, yeah. You know, but uh, all right. So who's winning the national championship right now? Pick and we're gonna go. Georgia, just Georgia. No, just... in basketball, sir. <laughs> Still Georgia. <laughs> I live. I live in. Still Sierra. Georgia. Um. He's like, what is basketball? I'm, I'm, no, I'm thinking here because whoever I pick is going to be her- horrific. All right, let me, let me flip this. Who do you want me to pick? Because whoever I pick, I'm going to jinx horrifically. Iowa. Okay. <laughs> there you go. No, uh, I'll pick Purdue because Purdue, I'm confident, is going to. Just a fucking stick it to uh, Kim, Kim Roy, whatever the fuck his name is. The Kim nerd. Tom Roy. Yeah, Purdue, Purdue. Um, because Primary put out that like no one's ever not been ranked as one championship. Yeah, did you did you see that that uh the stat that he posted? No. no. So so the so the fuck stat was the stat was the stat was the stat was uh top one and two seeds yeah. that began the season unranked. Uh the one seeds average one point eight wins in the tournament and the okay. two seeds averaged one point three wins in Which the is tournament. Marquette and Purdue. <laughs> Which is basically this year's Marquette Jeez. and Purdue. Yeah. We were in the same region. So basically so basically I was like, All right, so Purdue's losing in the sweet sixteen, Marquette's yeah. losing after in the round of thirty two. All right. Yeah. But yet go. we hate but yet we hate Kansas State because fuck them. And then Duke also what? fuck them. What? They're all in the same region. Purdue, oh, Duke. oh, 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 okay. I see what you're so saying. Duke, like, Those are completely different. So, what are you so Purdue, about? Duke, K State, and Marquette are all the top four in that region. Yeah. So if you Duke, say Purdue, I mean, and Marquette, I, can't, I think Tennessee. I mean, Duke is Duke is you, you trusting on Tennessee? one right now, man. No, I'm not trusting Tennessee. Would you ever trust Tennessee in anything? <laughs> well, do you want to root for fucking Duke? He's got him elitist. Duke, Duke is on one right now. That's my pick. Fucking okay, elitist. That's probably. The they're they're healthy and talented and playing well. Ryan is like, why am I still here? No, I'll pick, I'll pick Purdue. I'll pick Purdue. Purdue's fine. No, Purdue. I, like I would agree on the surface level. That stat from like that I think uh, that Ken put out or whoever it actually was, but that number was wild to me. Oh yeah, I I want to be clear. Purdue's not going to win the national championship, <laughs> but I'm going to. That's pick where you're picking. If I'm right, I'll be an outlier. And yeah, when yeah. I'm not, I'll be like, well, yeah, obviously they work. Perfect. Yeah. Who are you, Stu Gods? What is this? No one has a bad thing to say about Matt Painter. Matt Painter's like a pretty good dude. It's, I feel like this is true broadly. Ryan's like, like, I heard Matt Painter fuck my ex wife. I do not. Like, I think broadly speaking, anybody who takes the Purdue job in almost anything, it's like, Ah well, you're not doing it. You're not doing it for the fame. You're not doing it for like the glitz of anything. So it's fine. Like we can't get that mad at you. Maybe they were watching that bicycle movie that we watched for the podcast with the uh, what was that called? With uh, Randy Quaid, not Randy Quaid, Dennis Quaid, the Stonecutters movie. They rode the bikes. I, have no I don't idea remember what, what it was. Uh, breaking away. Breaking, breaking away. away. I that is not any of the description I would have given that movie. But. Don't they have? Aren't they on Purdue University during that movie? It was Indiana? It's India. It's the Little Five Hundred. Yeah, it's Indiana. It's Indiana. Ryan should know this because home fellow sponsors him. He should know this. I, I should know that movie. I've never seen 
It's an interesting. It's at the least, it's an interesting movie. Ryan, how do you <laughs> not know about the tiny bike race thing Home in the does, wake of the Indianapolis 500? I hate you. Oh man, That's fine. I've made him mad before. <laughs> <laughs> we love home field, man. Yeah, we're not gonna show them. No. They send me free shirts. I think um, I have six boxes on the way this week alone. Yes. <laughs> They're like, all right, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna say it out loud because they, they won't send me free shirts anymore. All right, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> thank you. Guys we we have now had one half of the uh, full cast shutdown podcast. We had you and Spencer on. So we need Holly and Jason to come on and get drunk with us. I believe in you. I think you can pull it off. <laughs> I mean, Spencer was worth it because he just talks about Iowa. Oh, he's minutes. so good. I love I love that. I love listening to that guy in he, general so much. I got I got 20 minutes. It is crazy you got him to break out of the box on that because he's usually pretty quiet about Iowa. Oh, it was all about how Iowa fans have no sense of humor, and they don't. Iowa fans have no sense of humor. It, it's annoying. Like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't mean being an Iowa State fan in general. Like, if Iowa State, if Iowa fans are funny, it'd make the rivalry much more fun. Yeah, but they're not. I agree with that. If you yeah. like, you try cracking a joke and they're like, fuck you, fuck your mother. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, Dude, I'm sorry that Brian Ferris is terrible. Oh, really? Brian Ferris is terrible. You, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my God, fuck off. <laughs> Race is 25. In our, in our, in our Twitter circles, Ryan, there are like, five twitter handles now there are brian ferentz race to 25 it's gonna be great it's like is it, is it 25 per game is that what he needs 25 yeah. per game yeah yeah 24 is too it, easy it, it creates a lot of weird like i'm telling you if because they also got to win what six or seven games i think is the other requirement they're gonna, seven. they're gonna get seven if they go seven if they go seven and five <laughs> And get some invite to some shitty bowl game, and they're at like twenty five point three. I think they're gonna decline it. I think they're like, we can't risk my sweet baby boy. Oh, it's a it's, the Nebraska game comes into play. Oh God! Because they play Nebraska well, in the last yeah, game of the year. Know, it's even more fun if they're so going like, so, into so, a bowl so, game at like twenty two. So stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Six and five, and Nebraska yeah. knows. Does Nebraska let them score more to keep them around? No. Matt Rule's not built like that. Oh, I've got my Matt Rule's there now. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're just going to straight lose that game like 20 to 13. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because Matt well, Rule's you... actually a good be- or a good football coach. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I am glad that Iowa has decided to make us all pay more attention to Iowa football this year. Fucking <laughs> to the worst parts of <laughs> to Iowa. To the worst parts. Now least you got to really dive part. into it. Yeah. Oh, God. You knew that Iowa State gives me that fucking 12 of 10. Guaranteed. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But, th- but now it has more meaning that it'll go that way. You now I understand what that Because Matt Campbell will do like a spread offense. 11 games out of the year, but he's like, I was like, no, we're going to like, we're just going to clam it up. It's, it's oh, power okay. eye. We're running out this block. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, from the word go, Iowa State's going to be like, every time we're what, we're running the clock down to three before we snap the ball. <laughs> we want each team to have five possessions in this game, and that's it. I All hope right. even their little buy games at the beginning, I hope those coaches do the same thing. <laughs> Just got to eat it up. Oh, you know he's going to run 70 <laughs> points up on somebody. Just, like, give him some lead. Yeah. Like, just, like, like that first game will be, like, 70 to 10. Just so that way, he, like, he gives him, like, a, like a, a head start for the rest of the Big Ten. 
So stupid. <laughs> all right, brother. We'll talk to you soon, all right? All right. Thanks for having Ryan, me. Ryan, we appreciate it. Thank you very Bye. much. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Talk to you. Later.